There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Susanna Constantine, and this is my wardrobe malfunction, where we start talking about clothes and usually stray wildly off-piste into all sorts of fascinating areas. This is our 11th Zoom episode, recorded in lockdown in June 2020. You can also find it as a video version on our website at mindwoodmail.com. That's where our pyjama party is happening too. Please do email your stories to us at help at mindwoodmail.com. Finally, please subscribe, give us obviously a five-star review and follow us on the usual socials at mindwoodmail. Right, what can I tell you about this episode? It's with Queen of the Jungle, broadcaster, author, and ray of joy, Georgia Toffolo, known to everyone as Toff, and she's a true gem. So, let's grab the handles, open my wardrobe doors, and find out what's inside. goodness uh, this is the person I need to see today and this person is is it Georgia I only know you as Toff Toff is it Georgia Tofflo? yeah Georgia Tofflo. everyone just thinks my first name's Toff so go with it I know I mean you have become a one-named per- a one one word person that that is quite legendary but like Beyonce I yeah, like Beyonce <laughs> Prince so I like the really low-end Z-list version and then we got Toff <laughs> And I have to say, I'm just so happy to see you because you have, you know, from what I've seen of you on TV and we all, you know, my kids watch Made in Chelsea obsessively and I'm like kind of dragged into it and then I started (laughs) to really enjoy it. And um, every time you appeared, I felt joy. And you have that effect on people. And I'm feeling, I woke up this morning just feeling really like, down actually and I just thought oh thank god I'm going to be chatting to Toflo because if anyone can clear me up it's going to be you. You are divine thank you I've been very excited too. Oh my sweetheart so how's it all been I mean how have you how have you kept your pepper up? God it's been weird um I got a puppy about a month before this all happened so he's got me through he actually kept me up all night he hasn't been very well it's the first okay. time He's been a bit unwell, so I had the vest out last night. It seems to be all right. Earwigging on our conversation. But yeah, so I think without my doggy, I don't know what I would have done, to be honest. It yeah. gives me purpose. <laughs> what make is he? Oh, God knows. He's meant to be a King Charles Cavalier, but he's got supermodel long legs. Yeah. And his snout is quite long. And he's so athletic. So I think he might be crossed with a Cocker Spaniel, but I quite like that. I don't know. But I've, yeah, exactly. Um, I swabbed his cheek a couple of weeks ago and it's been sent off to Denmark. So I'm going to know next week. What, to see if he's got COVID? <laughs> no, to see what breed he is. Oh, I can't believe you've actually done that, Tom. I know, because I've been embracing not knowing. And actually, when I'm in the park and I'm trying to say that he's a King Charles Cavalier, I'm sick of everyone looking at me like I'm mad. 
So I'm going to say, look, it's written down in black and white. Your your bedroom is so gorgeous. Oh, thank you. I've actually, because I didn't wake up that long ago, I just threw everything off the side of the bed, like used to at boarding school, so no one can see it. But yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. I like it. Oh, it's gorgeous. In your past, have you had moments when you struggled? Because you have this persona of being incredibly sweet, upbeat. But have you always been like that? Yeah, my nature is very, you know, I yeah, I am very positive. I think the one thing that, you know, looking back, the one thing that really has kind of plagued my confidence and my positivity is my skin. I've really struggled with acne for a really long time. Really? I think, yeah, it's been You're really kidding, struggled. come close to the... Yeah. So I've had a bit of a breakout. I put, I put my makeup really badly. I was in a bit of a rush. And but, I'm in like, you've got up 10 minutes ago. Yeah, so here and here, God, but it that's... moves. Yes, weird. I, I kind of thought that, you know, now that I'm 25, I probably should have got rid of it and it should have just gone away, but it just always comes back. I became, I think it started when I was on Made in Chelsea, I became a pro at covering up. So no one, and not even, you know, just with makeup, it was the way that I style my hair, the way that I do the camera angles, like all of that. And then when I went in the jungle, as I know you know, um, you just have to be yourself. And it was quite a journey for me to be like, right, you know what, sod it. I've got a few spots. People will, won't like me any less. Exactly. Um, right. But yeah, so that's really the one thing that gets me down. It used to be terrible. And I used to not want to do any work and not want to go outside the house. And now I just think, well, everyone knows I've got a few spots, so whatever. So what? But did you ever get bullied for it? Yeah, or... I did quite badly when I was 13. But then my parents were really good. They moved moved me very quickly and then I was really really happy at the next school no one really said anything. Trini had the same thing she was playing Mm. and um yes it really and as a consequence for her it was like this obsession with her skin and doing everything she possibly could and I'll never forget she did this laser treatment and she came I saw I came into work one morning and she literally she looked like the towering internal I mean I was so heartbroken that she felt she had to go to that. Though her insecurity was so huge that she had to go to those lengths to... Yeah, but I understand it because it's on your face and particularly with what you and Trini were doing. You yeah. know, your face is always there and everyone's always looking at it. And I think, you know, it's not like having something, I don't know, on your arms. You can cover it up, but you can't cover up this. So I yeah. do get that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how beautiful you are or how beautiful you consider someone else to be. That is, um, you know, they will have their own insecurities. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, my love, um, you have, with clothes, you have such a, you have quite a, you have quite a sort of girlish, gamine style. Um, Yeah. Where did that come from? God, I have no idea. I don't know. I've always kind of worn the same thing for about 10 years. And I think it's like, my friends describe it as a bit granny chic. No. Yeah, it is a little bit. Some things I wear are quite like fun and flirty, but you know, maybe you could see a granny wearing them. And I just, I have got quite a strong identity with my clothes. Um, But like, I do really mix it up. So I can wear like a little, yeah, I've got a little crop top on now, maybe. Um, And a little like, I can wear that. Yeah. And then I can wear, you know, like a Zara, tweed two-piece like very Chanel vibes and kind of pull both off mm-hmm. um but very girly and feminine yeah which I think that suits your personality because I and what I love about you and the way you do dress is that you don't particularly follow fashion yeah completely 
yeah. you dress for you for you, I think you and get me I'm presuming here but I think you're the kind of person who wakes up in the morning and you dress on your emotions you dress to make yourself feel better if you wake up feeling shit yeah it's so true it's so true it's really not trend-led you you mm. nailed it there you know I shy away from trends I just think you know good skinny jean a good flare I know what works little mini skirts little nipped in cardies and mm. my Chanel Valley pumps you know it works Mm. And I, I will probably wear that forever. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So do you always put, so like, do you mix kind of designer and high street? Yeah, I mean, mostly high street, if I'm honest. Um, mm. But I've got a few pieces. I think I've just started getting a really lovely handbag collection together. And I have to really stop myself because I love shopping. And I think I get a lot more bang for my buck with buying handbags, not clothes. Uh-huh. Because I'm quite petite and all the high street brands fit me really well so I don't need to spend that much money on the clothes yeah but I love mixing yeah and I think also when you're young you don't have to spend money on clothes and I think you're absolutely right because by buying really beautiful accessories they are an investment you're always going to be able to use them um and clothes at your age and with your gorgeous figure they're gonna doesn't matter what you wear it's gonna look good yeah I think um, yeah if I look hard enough there's always something I just love like me I have to spend I buy less but what I buy is much more expensive yeah yeah so um do you have anything you know on your insecure days top do you have anything like sort of security blanket I bet you do I bet you have which you keeps you cozy makes you feel kind of embraced and warm yeah I think one for me I mean so I've got like in the summer, you know, if you're feeling a bit, I don't know, time of the month or whatever, and I want to cover up, but I want to feel really lovely. And yeah. it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a kimono thing, but really fitted. Long sleeves, and I'll wear a little pair of denim shorts or a pair of jeans underneath, and it'll go down right to my ankle. Mm. And just that shape really elongates me because I'm little. And yeah. I love walking around in it. And then for the winter, I've got a cashmere version. So it's a little bit, it's not as tight fitting, but it's cream. It's from NPL and it just covers up everything and lengthens me. And I think those two are the security blankets that I do just keep on going back to. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm three. Oh, okay. You are cute. And what size are you? Like a six? Yeah, I'm a six here and then I'm I'm an eight around my bottom. Okay. Okay, so yeah. what shape would you say you were? Stand up, let me have a look. I don't know whether, oh, I'm mortified. I've got on my leggings. That's all right. Me too, look. I love it. Yeah, we've got on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I do go out there. Not really. Got God, you've got such a good ass. Oh, thank you. Because you I've worked... put on a bit of weight recently, but I'm liking it. But do you work out a lot? No. No. no, I should really. I was really, really athletic. When I was younger, when I first moved to London when I was 18, I was fist to fiddle and I was very boyish. You know, didn't have yeah. any tits really, straight down. And then I think, you know, I started going out, like I just had pizza for breakfast, stuff like that. And actually, it's quite nice to feel a bit more womanly now. Yeah, you've got a yeah. great figure. Absolute perfection. Thank you. It's just perfection. Um, and my love, so when you started Maiden, Chelsea, you you basically went from zero to becoming very well known. And 
For someone of your age, how old were you? Like 22? when that... No, I was 18. Shit, were you really Yeah, I, it was a couple of months before my 19th birthday. I was really young. I was the youngest by a long way. How did you cope with that sudden I, I don't know. I was mortified because it really wasn't part of the plan. I moved up to London from Devon and yeah. Dad said to me, you've got to go and get a bloody job. You know, don't yeah. be lazy. This is the plan. You've chosen to take your gap here in London. Go and work. And I started <laughs> you showed your gap here in London. Yeah. yeah. I know, I just didn't want to go to Whoa. Yeah, I just really wanted to be in London because I come from a small town in Devon. But that's so, um, can I just quickly say, sorry to interrupt, my, I've just written another novel, second novel, and it oh, is, lovely. it's like it's your story. This is so no. weird. She moved from Scotland, this girl, Esme, she moves from Scotland and goes to London and does exactly what you're doing. I'm going to send it to you. Carry on, carry please on. Please do, please. I would love to read that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, so I moved up and then I was nannying and I thought, well, I need to earn a bit more money. And they asked me to go on Made in Chelsea. And I was meant to be going... How did they find Lord you? Again. How did they find you? I was just on the scene. I was like a little bright young spark going to Raffles and 151. And I think they thought, well, she's she'll do for an episode. And... It just worked, and I really enjoyed it. And I, in the back of my mind, I didn't really tell my parents until the week before because there was a six-week delay between filming and it going on the telly. And um, my parents were like, what on earth have you done? <laughs> You're never <laughs> going to have your career that you've worked so hard for. Yeah, because you were trained to be a lawyer, didn't you? You studied to be a lawyer. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, no, I was about to start. So I said, okay. don't worry about it, guys. I can do university in Maiden Chelsea. And obviously, I just didn't go to any lectures. And it's worked out so well, but God, it wasn't part of the plan. (laughs) Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. And, but, but how did you cope with that? Were you, were yeah. you sort of like, I think, because you're always so much, you are yourself. You never mm. seem to be anybody else. I think that helped you. Yeah, definitely it did. And I think I also wasn't, I wasn't gagging for storylines. And I think you, when you get yourself in a position like that, you can show so much of your life that can be quite damaging. And yes. I figured that out quite early on. I never really dated on camera. I keep my private life incredibly private. Mm. And I think that's okay to straddle both camps. You know, mm. I'm a very public person, but I'm not public property. Yeah, and I, I think... You. Yeah, and I think that really helped me to guard myself. Mm-hmm. And and I think also to be able to start as young as I did and still, you know, seven years later, I feel healthy and happy about being in the public eye because mm-hmm. I haven't given everything. Yeah, it's very smart to have done that. And it's, it's I mean, it also shows great maturity um, because so many 
one thing that looking back with Trini and I, I'm so grateful that we had our success later, you know, when we yes. were in our 30s, because it would have been a very different story. And also, I think if you're a person who is in the public eye, um, it's how you put yourself out there. So if you're, you can walk, you can be Beyonce and walk down the street and no one will notice you if you're not giving out that vibe. Yeah, yeah it's true. But if you are, then you're going to get hassled. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But also, you know, there have been points at which where it has been exhausting trying to guard, you know, the people around me and my private relationships. And I look at other people in a similar position to me and I think, God, you know, I actually want to just be honest and say what's going on. But yeah. then I take a step back and I'm like, no, this is your thing. Yeah. Keep it a little bit for me. Yeah, because you must have. I mean, I, you know, your kind of allegiance to the Tory party and to <laughs> Boris, and you are known as Boris in a bikini after. Yeah. <laughs> don't quite know where that comes in. And oh, your, yeah. you know, your desire for Reese Mogg. That's, you know, already it's so almost un PC to be a Tory, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and it really, really is. And I made a bit of a pact with myself. This kind of, it was in the year leading up to going in the jungle. I, want to be as authentic as I can be and I think there are a lot of people in the public eye who are like oh no 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 I'm not getting involved in that but I just think it if you want to like someone you know I get a lot of tweets saying I can't believe I like George Toffolo and she's a Tory I love yeah. that because I'm yeah. like at least I'm bloody honest I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be a fictional character yeah. I'm just me but I think yeah, looking back, I probably shouldn't have been so outspoken, but... No, I think that's... I think, I think, Top, that is part of your charm. And, you know, we, we, we can all have our own beliefs and people can choose to judge you or not. Yeah. I mean, with a nickname like Top, what do yeah, they expect? You don't stand a fucking <laughs> chance, let's face it. You are doomed right from the start. So bad. <laughs> so how did life change after winning um, The Jungle? It was insane. It was like, because I, when I went in there, I thought that everyone would just really dislike me. And I kind of got through every day thinking, well, I'm the young one. That's why I'm getting through. And then I got to the final. I was like, this is bizarre. And then I came out and it was the way that people behaved towards me. I really didn't like. It was, it was as though I was, you know, so far above everyone else. And they were yeah. treating me as though I was this precious thing. I was like, literally, I'm, I'm really relaxed. Yeah. And I think I had a taste of it before with Maiden Chelsea, but it's next level, you know. Yeah. You can't really compare the two TV programmes. You're getting like 20 times more viewers yeah. in the jungle. Yeah, I did go um, out first, though, and you won. Slight <laughs> we did yeah. both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what year did you do it? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I really can't. I think it was about seven years ago. Yeah, I thought so, I, can't, yeah. I genuinely can't remember. I did kind of love it, but... Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I know exactly why well, I don't... Yeah, I do know what you mean. It's it's, yeah. horror, it's kind of... It makes you feel vulnerable, I would imagine, to feel that you're being treated to everyone else. Yeah, that was it. And I just love... Like, there are sides of my personality. I'm just bloody normal. Yeah, And exactly it really went exactly. against you know, that. And I worked myself into the ground for a year because I was like, there's an opportunity. I have to grab it. This is amazing. Yeah. And I just, it was not the right thing to do. And now I'm so much happier. I look back on that year and I just think, I couldn't even, you know, do a telephone interview without thinking, bloody hell, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm talking about. Because it was just so overwhelming. So what do you, what, what, how would you change it? Well, you just felt you did too much publicity. Yeah. 
definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I was just grabbing every opportunity, which was great. But I yeah. think I should have just streamlined it, do the stuff that I love, that now finally I've got to that place. But I yeah. wish I'd have done it earlier. Yeah. yeah. But then mm. you had to capitalise on the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I so, think yeah. You, you know, you, I think what else would you have done? I think you did the right thing. Yeah. And everyone does it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone fucking does it. Yeah. Um, but um, okay, so my darling, have you? Hey, so your your roots are beginning to show a little bit. I noticed a little bit. So how comfortable are you being? Do people think of you as like sort of Reese Witherspoon, ditzy blonde? And she so isn't that. At all. Yes, smart woman, which you are too. But do you ever get thought of as a sort of ditzy blonde? All the time, and I've just spent my whole TV career trying to show that I'm not. And actually, sometimes it, it's fine to go with the ditzy blonde thing. I don't have to go out and prove to everyone that I've got a brain. Yeah, but also, I think you can use that to your advantage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like having an alter ego, because underneath, you are super smart. And that's like your secret weapon. You can put stuff <laughs> out as being this ditzy blonde, and then you can nail them with a comment and, you know, those brain cells that you've got. Yeah, and I think it's okay to be a bit of both because I think I am a bit scatty and, you know, always yeah. in the Daily Mail comments, like, airhead. And I'm like, mm, maybe you're right, kind of. But at the same no. time, yeah. you know, I can be multidimensional and surprise people, which I think is cool. And I also am a real advocate for, you know, like when I was in the jungle prancing around in a bikini with my long blonde hair that I had then and then sitting down with Stanley and talking, you know, about political ideology and I think that's a really cool thing to be particularly mm. when lo loads of young girls look at me I think yeah. you can do both absolutely right absolutely right mm. so darling what's um have you ever had um this is called my wardrobe malfunction and I'm <laughs> yeah. with you okay what has been your worst wardrobe malfunction I think it's got to be I was in LA covering the Oscars for this oh, morning. And it, it was my big moment. Who, what, darling? Which TV show? Which channel? Oh, this morning. Fantastic. But yeah. ITV. It was amazing. It was like a massive mega job. And I was wearing mm. this Alexandra. Is it Alexandra Rich or Rich? <laughs> Alexandra Rich. Right, so yeah. it crossed over here. It was so beautiful. And it had these beautiful cream arms. And there was a bit of shoulder showing. And nice. it's been up all night because of the time difference yeah. with the UK and I was so tired and right at the end of the shot I punched my arms in the air and both of the arms just came off <laughs> of this like four grand rented dress it was so bad and was that on camera did it happen on camera I've got to try and find yeah. that it's so good it was very funny and then I got back to London we had to return it to this dress rental company my poor assistant sat there going I know it'll be okay I'm, I'm oh. sure I can get them back on oh my goodness yeah. that's that's uh yeah when it's a kind of public one and on television that's pretty bad but yeah. you know you just got to go with the flow haven't you I thought it was really funny yeah <laughs> exactly who cares it's just flows so my darling what is What's next for you? What are your kind of aspirations? I think the big one for me is my writing. Okay. I really, I really love it. And I have been writing fiction for the first time. Okay. And I basically went begging to all these publishers to take my idea. Most of them were like, no, you're in that kind of dimension where you write a 
it's biography and that's it. You write biography yeah. about yourself and that's done. But anyway, um, someone took a chance on me and my first fiction novel is coming out in October. No. So who did yeah. you, who, 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 which publisher did you go with? So HarperCollins, but I've written it for Mills Same as Boone. me. I'm no. Too, yeah. No. So exciting. Yeah. So yeah. I'll have to send you a copy of mine. It's called Meet Me in London. and. Okay. Yeah, it's just about millennial friendships and love. Um, but because it's Mills and Boone, do Mills you know Mills and Boone? Boone? Yeah, you I know. Yeah, I do remember. You know, back in yeah. the glory days. Um, yeah. It's a little bit naughty. Okay. All right. Um, I can handle that. And, yeah. I've had sex. I can handle that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. Um, yeah, so that's my next big thing. Good yeah. for you. And that's, you know, what's the beauty of that? Because I, I discovered, right, well, I'm always written, but just writing fiction is I get su such a sense of liberty and freedom in doing it and the fact that and I think when you've done shows like you've done and you're surrounded by people constantly it's the one thing that is yours yeah without the massive crew that mostly they do all the heavy lifting normally exactly. yeah. yeah perhaps that, that's why I'm so excited I just hope it's not a bloody flop I think it's brilliant I, I bet maybe. <laughs> let's start. Let's talk about books. <laughs> My favorite thing to do. <laughs> uh, okay. Picture this. So you're going to the Booker Prize. Yeah. Because your, what's your novel called again? Meet Me in London. Meet Me in London has been nominated for the Booker Prize. And quite likely you're going to win. What are you going to wear? I wear a cute little cream. Boucle skirt with a pair of pointed stilettos. Sounds hideous, yeah. From office. Yeah, I would. I know exactly what okay, I wear. And I'd wear a cardigan tucked in with pearl buttons from Zara with a headband. I need to come and get you, straighten you out a bit. Okay, that's... And I would feel fantastic. In this, it. Is, this is the <laughs> granny chic, isn't it? This is the granny chic. Yeah. It's yeah. my little thing that I know nips in and makes me feel nice. Okay, well then... That's yours. That's what you've got to wear. That's and I've got to visualise that so it happens. Yeah, I can visualise it too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, my darling. Well, listen, it's been such a joy. I've loved it. And my Keep mood has gone from zero to ten, so thank you for that. <laughs> Mine and, too. Um, thank you so much, darling, for doing this. I really I've loved it. it. It's little and things like this that give my structure. Oh, he's just the sweetest. He really hasn't been very well, you know. Little angel. He's called Monty. Oh, Monty. Oh, my God. Ez, you've got to come and see Monty. <laughs> Look at this little Monty. Hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, he's so sweet. He's not very well. He's really unwell. Normally, he'd be climbing all over. Oh my god! But I don't, I don't know what it is. Funny tummy, sick, yeah. and oh just god. he just was up all night whimpering. So yeah. weird. But I've had the vet out, so yeah, yeah. Oh I don't know god. what it is, but I'm sure you'll be all right. Yeah. All right, my gorgeous girl. Well, listen, you have a lovely day, darling, and thank you. And it was wonderful. Hi, gorgeous. Thank you. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.